All right, guys, we're here with another LexCast, and it's just me today, but it's just me by myself today, but actually, I got a Skype call today. We're, got, we're talking over Skype. They're not with me today. They're actually in, where are you guys, East, Car- or East Carolina, you said? I'm at, uh, at. Yeah, I'm at East Carolina University, North Carolina. I'm chilling in the big TR. <laughs> so uh, we're kind of talking throughout our, our own places today, so we're just going to talk, I guess, sports. They wanted to get into some NBA stuff, so we're going to get into that. Um, but yeah, I just want to introduce, so I have Ashton Rommel. How you got, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Psyched to be here. Uh, Donovan Barga. Yep. Same here. What's going on guys? Now, uh, first before we start, what, uh, colleges do you go to and what do you guys want to major in? Um, so I go to ECU, East Carolina university and, um, I'm actually majoring in, uh, biomedical engineering, but, uh, me going through that track will also enable me to apply to med school at the end of my four years. So hopefully um, I can get into dental school. If not, I'll uh, have biomedical to fall back on. All right. That's very, that's cool, man. But uh, yeah, definitely. what about you, Dono? Uh, I'm at OCC right now. And, you know, for me, I, I really don't have a, a general idea of what uh, I'm going to be doing as a career. So I'm just at liberal arts, just getting all my basic classes out of the way, putting in work. Cool. Um, but, yeah, I'm at, I'm at OCC right now, too. So spring break, baby. Yeah, man, it's our spring break this week. Yeah, it's lit. Um, have you guys like done anything? Uh, or, like, are you guys playing? Just playing anything? basketball, man. Uh, yeah, you know, you know how we be. It's, it's nice out. It's nice out. L.A. Fitness represent right here. You know, all of us can tell LA Fitness. <laughs> the L.A. The L.A. Grind. Actually, well, I actually went there last night. Really? <laughs> I miss it. I miss those guys. Listen. Yeah, I have like the one week. Like, I don't have a membership, but I have like the one week packs. I went. With, you remember Angel? Yeah, Angel yeah, Camacho. Yeah, Angel, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I went with uh, I went with him, so we went for a bit. But yeah, let's just uh, let's jump right into it. So you got I know you got, I know Donna wanted to talk about the Lakers oh, yeah. game. So I mean, basically, what I'm feeling right now is that it's always nice to take care of the Lakers, especially in the Garden. It's always nice to get a home win. You know, that's a rare occurrence this season. But I don't want to see another win the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm fine with 14 wins. <laughs> Let me look up the the Eastern Conference standings. Because as long as we're in the bottom three, we have equal same percent Here. of getting the number one pick. Let me yeah. hear, Lex. Why don't you give me your um your prediction for semi playoffs on both sides and the fin- and your finals theory? Um, yeah. Let me look up the Eastern Conference since you said that. Uh, mm-hmm. I think. I think it's still at the bottom. It's whoever beats. I I, I honestly have a like a strong prediction with this. Mm-hmm. It's whoever beats the Warriors in the – because I don't think the Warriors are going to make it this year. Ooh. Ooh. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. I like that. I like, and can you um, explain on that? Let me hear more about that. So, all right. Um, so the Warriors, you, we all know about them. We, yeah. They have probably the best five. In history. In Maybe in history. Oh, yeah. Maybe in yeah. history. Yeah. But the one problem – or I, I won't say one problem. I'll say like a, as a whole, they lose against – they, you know how they are. They dominate against the good teams, but they lose. They, the loss that they had, they lost mm-hmm. against like the Suns. Yeah, they do take losses like that every now yeah, and then. Yeah, like so the so sometimes they're just unpredictable. Like yeah, their record is crazy good. We know how good their record is, but yeah. sometimes it's just like they always have that that little stretch that they just don't play mm-hmm. as they are. And I think in the playoffs they're gonna be like that. You know what I mean? Like. 
they're, I think they're going to make the semifinals, but they're going to lose mm-hmm. to someone. Lo- I, I don't know. Like, I, I really don't know. So the way it is right now, they'd play the Clippers in the first round. That's the way Wait, it is right let me, now. Let me, let me see. Like, think about this for a second. In a seven-game series, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Warriors. Think about that. That's that's seven games. Not, not you seven got that's, the best that's, player that, in the world right now on yeah, that team, in my I, opinion. It's tough for any team to consistently beat them, especially when playoff time comes. You know, Steve Kerr, all he's doing is plays for that team you're playing. That's it. There's mm-hmm. nothing else going into that playbook but how to defeat that, ex- that other exact, team. Yeah. That exact way they're that how they're playing. And you no know? one's been able to do it You've in five four years. Best guys who have so much experience, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. like it can be tough. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I think very tough. to go to the the finals this year again. Um. Not certain, not certain who they're gonna play. Um, I think it's gonna be Celtics versus Bucks in the semifinals on the East. Really? Yeah, I know. You think you think the Celtics are gonna bring it back? I, I mean, I know it's gonna be kind of biased because I'm a Celtics fan, right? Gotcha. But yeah. I really think that when playoff time comes, I think these young bulls are really gonna get in a different mindset. Yeah, man, and they showed it last year. Yeah. They showed what they can do last year, mm-hmm. and they showed confidence. They took LeBron to seven games, exactly. and then, you know, even though LeBron is, you know, not LeBron. all the hype this year, but they took him to seven games last year without Kyrie, and I think Kyrie ever wants to say he's a bad leader. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he needs to get out of his young guys to compete in a seven-game series. So now, I, I like the Celtics in the playoffs. Now, since you said that, I uh, – I actually want to uh, bring up one point before I bring up the my uh, semifinals predictions. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the Knicks should get Kyrie? Um, with their second, I, I think they should get Durant and Klay Thompson, not Kyrie. Ooh, I like that. I like Durant and a I shooter. I don't not think. Uh, not I don't think. I think. I think KD would do. Like, New York needs a leader right now. Like, you guys agree? Like, they need mm-hmm. a. Leader. Yeah. Kyrie's oh, yeah. a leader, right? Kyrie's a leader, 100%. But yeah. not they the need that go-to team. guy to get the yeah. bucket. They need yeah. just a 100%. I can get buckets whenever I fucking want. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and the Knicks have seen that from Durant. Yeah. You know, Durant has torched them every single time. And they've the had a few years. They had Carmelo before. He used to torch everyone in every single play. They're used to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Used they just couldn't get over the hump. Yeah. But now with Durant, that is the hump. Exactly. In the East. exactly Especially yeah. in the East. Especially in the East. God forbid me say. Zion comes home. Ah uh, man, <laughs> that's that's just excitement, pure excitement in the garden. Really? Zion gets there. Who doesn't want to play in New York? Mm-hmm. Literally, the two biggest spots I could say would be L.A. and New York. L.A. and New York, and New like, York is and Madison Square Garden is the most famous arena in the world. Yeah, you know? no, if, if yeah, no, one hundred percent. There's nothing like the garden when it's popping, when so much energy, you know, like mid '90s Knicks, like. That was a crazy time for New York. And I feel like the city really rejoices around the team when the Knicks are good, you know? I mean, New York is the hub of basketball of the world. Of mm-hmm. the world. Of of, uh, yeah, of the world. So it's many legends the most, come out of New York. It's probably the most competitive place for basketball mm-hmm, mm-hmm. More, more than sure. anything else. But I would the just thing like to, is, or no, go is ahead, go ahead. that uh, there's another team in New York that also has a very <laughs> bright future. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yes, the Nets. They're yes. currently seventh, uh, seventh seed, which I mean, Big. it doesn't even mean anything for them. They're the seventh seed, and it doesn't even mean anything. They'd probably rather have the worst <laughs> record in the league <laughs> where they're at. But like, boy, they're a fun team to watch. You guys watch Net games at all? I don't really watch the Nets that much. I, I actually been watching a little bit more of the Knicks. 
Because mm-hmm. I think I think that the Knicks young players like a lot. I love Alonzo Trier. Alonzo Trier, yeah, dude. Alonzo Trier is my favorite I, player, man. I'm on boat with you. Yeah, my I don't. Listen, I, no, I don't like. Uh, I don't like Knox. Wow, really? I'm not a big fan of him. I, I, I prefer Alonzo Trier and uh, Mitchell Robinson over him. Mm, I see. I like all of them. I, I support all of them, and I think Knox definitely. He doesn't look like that uh, confident shot taker yet. Yeah. But he could definitely develop into a really nice scorer in the league. And if we get a guy like Kevin Durant, he doesn't have to be that guy who's taken all the clutch shots, the guy who is dependent on down the stretch. He could just be a, a good above average role player. And I think that's what the Knicks mm-hmm. have. And that's why I think bringing in Zion, some free agents that we can make a solid team, especially in the Eastern conference. Yeah, definitely especially in the East. I, yeah, I just think whenever you when at least when I hear about Kevin Knox, it's four for 11, three for 11. You know, it's, it's, he never really has those like good shooting nights. I think if he's like, the second or third best player on your team, then you're you're, you're okay. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, well, think about it. They bring in two free agents in Zion. I mean, he's probably he might be fourth or fifth, which is like that is a really good sign because I I like what I see out of Knox this year. Obviously, you know, college season way shorter than an NBA season, and he said it how you know it's it's taxing his body, it's fatiguing him, but he puts in the right focus. I think he's a hard worker. I love his attitude, and uh, I think he's got a bright future in this league, in my opinion. Yeah, he's definitely – he's not He's not what I, I – th- I thought he would do a little better this year. I'm not, like, really, really high on him, but mm-hmm. I could see, like, a role, like a nice role player. Yeah, me neither. I don't think he's, like, a future star like or, no, 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 or no, anything no. like that. But I, I think he can be a, a very solid player, definitely. Now – do you think that Mitchell Robinson is a star? Because I, you know, mm. he's one of the. I think he's a really, really good shot blocker, and you just give him like two or three years. Yeah, and, and can, the thing is, he's putting up uh, top five shot blocking numbers in the league while playing probably half the minutes as these top guys. You know, Miles Turner leads the league in blocks. I think he averages around thirty minutes. I mean, mm-hmm. Mitchell Robinson's playing fifteen to eighteen minutes every game. He's averaging two, two and a half blocks. You know, I think he's a pretty unbelievable shot blocker. And he's a great athlete too. Finishes at the rim. Very lengthy too, yeah. Very lengthy. He's got he's he kind of reminds me of a DeAndre Jordan, you know? Mm-hmm. And to have them both on the same team, they could just learn from each other. You know? I think that was a that was a great move bringing in DeAndre. And obviously, yeah, I like that. he's a he's a he, I think what he is is a great mentor. Mm-hmm. It's a great and mentor. You could see it. As soon as he came in, Mitchell Robinson has just had a great second half of the year. Oh yeah, so I actually went to um, a Knicks Magic game, mm-hmm. and I saw like Vucevic and Aaron Gordon were pl- were playing. Yeah. And Dennis Smith th- was not doing well. Mm-hmm. Mitchell Robinson had about six blocks, and yeah. you don't even think like you don't even think about it when you're watching the game. Like, oh yeah, th- there's there's a crazy block. You just yeah, there's another one. It's, it's, yeah, there's another one. There's another one. And yeah. they were actually down in that game, and they ended up winning. Mm-hmm. But, Which is um, like, and that's I'm not good a fan experience. Of that. uh, well, yeah, I'm not a fan of it either. But like, <laughs> if I if they weren't like you said to just lose out, I'll be fine with that. Yeah, but, but it's also they, good to to have them, you know, keep their spirits up and not just think like, man, am I ever gonna win a damn game? <laughs> yeah. Um, I just like it. I, I just want it to be like competitive. 
Yeah, comp- exactly. Competitive, to the three or four point losses every night. That's that's the sweet spot. Yeah. With with your young guys, you know, taking good shots, making their shots. I think that's what the Knicks need. Big time. So, but uh, or go ahead. Um, did you do you want to give us your prediction, or did you give it to us earlier? Or no, no, no. Um, so I think I think in the East, I'll give it to. I say Bucks Sixers. Mm, yeah, that's yeah, no, just think about that and accept Eastern Conference Finals. Let's talk about Giannis for a second, real quick. Yeah, Giannis, uh, being he's on the future the floor, man. Giannis being on the floor is is it it, it reach it does so much. It does, so much. It, a lot, yeah, yeah. Everything revolves around him. You, ever, you watch a Bucks play, right? When mm-hmm. he's on the floor, bro, everything moves through him. Everything moves through mm-hmm. him, and it's. Because whether they got to double him because he's going to the rim, he passes. He's a great passer, too. He's a great passer, great pass. yeah. Great passer. If mm-hmm. he starts pulling a three ball, bro, it's over. Yeah, it's over. I think he's uh, – once he – if he gets a consistent jump shot, he's literally, I think, Kevin Durant and no, more. No, literally, like, he can shoot up over any single person in the league, right? Mm-hmm. He can mm-hmm. shoot up any single person in the league. If – because you know how Kobe's mentoring him here and there. You've heard about that. If yeah. he can develop a semi-Kobe fade, like, at a consistent basis, that's that's insane. That's mm-hmm. scary, you know? Yeah, like, yeah it is scary. Because you can go to that end of the game. You need mm-hmm. a bucket. He actually he had a game winner, like, a fadeaway against yeah, the Knicks I, last I year, yeah, I think. I can't remember. I'm pretty that. sure. Which is, I mean, we all know Giannis has the clutch gene. And I think he... I don't think Kevin Durant will ever be the face of the league. I think after LeBron leaves, I think it's going to be Giannis. Oh, no, no. I, I think Kevin Durant was that. I, I just can't see him because you can't give him, like, don't get me wrong. Kevin Durant is an awesome player. He can mm-hmm. score like crazy. One of the best scorers of all time. People aren't going to look at him as, as the face because of what he did. Because he, he left did. the Thunder and went to the Warriors. He, yeah. he left the team that brought him to seven with just, with, don't get me wrong, a solid five mm-hmm. with the Thunder. But then it just... It just got ridiculous when he got to the Warriors because it was always Warriors Cavs at yeah. that point. That is such like a it's that that was a really unexpected day. I remember yeah. like when that broke that, was, that news broke in the morning. I was like, I was whoa, wiling out like yeah. I was kind of blown away that he would do that. I didn't think that he would. I really didn't think Kevin Durant had the balls to go to the best team in the league. Oh yeah, it was it, that was crazy. But um. But I'll I'll say the West for me real quick. I think Warriors and the Nuggets are the second seed. I didn't even realize that. That's big. They're only yeah, one game behind the Warriors. One game behind the Rockets could steal first seed. You never know. Oh yeah, yeah I was in a I was in a Stephen A. Smith was talking about um mm-hmm. if all of a sudden it was like if Warriors lose one, Rockets go up three. All of a sudden Warriors are in like crunch time now. It's like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. But Everyone even the, and then like. It's the one through eight is so tight because the Warriors yeah. have 47 wins. Eight seed Clippers have 41. Like, it's so tight uh, compared to the Eastern Conference. You got the Bucks; They're already at 50 wins. And then the eight seed is that's still at 33, the Heat. So, I, I mean, I think that's actually one of the p- biggest problems in the league right now is just the imbalance between Eastern and we- Western Conference. Now, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the way they did it was obviously geographical, but, like, the way these teams are set up, the West is 100% better than the East. Like, oh, yeah. doesn't even make sense. Yeah. It's crazy. Do you but, guys so, – sorry. Do you guys uh, think it should be the best 
16 teams. 16 teams. I'm a fan of that. I like time. that. I'm I a like big that. time fan of that like, because I, then it's co- the competitive all throughout. Way. I think mm-hmm. it's the fair way, I, honestly. Because like, mm-hmm. there's no way you're going to tell me that. It's more competitive feel on, on more players now because you're going against these players that are going to be contenders now in playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. So now you're forced, you're forced to, to work harder, right? It's yeah. just going to elevate elevate the, their pace of the game. Yeah, and elevate uh, all their playing. I think it shouldn't even be just the NBA. I think it should be like the NFL, MLB. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I, I think they should just put it to all sports. But like, I I think Warriors and Rockets. I don't think that like don't get me wrong. The Nuggets are really really good. They just don't have the experience, and that and that hurts. Yeah, but you know it's Dane time, and who knows? Cause now that CJ McCollum might be out for an extended period of time, yeah. that changes a whole lot because. CJ McCollum makes that backcourt so dynamic. If it was just Dane, they wouldn't be half the team because CJ McCollum is such an underrated player in this league, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, big time. He's a big time underrated player. But uh, for the West, I definitely got the Warriors because I I, I, it's hard for me to see anyone beating them in a seven game series. I, I honestly hope it happens. You know, that'd be cool. But I got the Warriors and. <clears throat> I think I'm gonna go with the Thunder. I think I'm gonna go Thunder? with the Thunder. You know that was my second. I, that was my. I was gonna they say have that if it wasn't Rockets. Next, that top-notch defense in the West. But for the Eastern Conference, um, definitely the Bucks, just because of Giannis. Yeah. I mean, okay. who's gonna be Giannis in a seven-game series? It's so um, hard. That's what I'm saying. And I might go with the Raptors, because Kawhi back in the playoffs is a game changer for sure. Yeah, it was either Raptors or Sixers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you think about it, Simmons is like Giannis, he but is. not obviously as not like as lengthy as tall, but he does. He he can't shoot, yeah. But he's an awesome like inside player. Inside player, awesome, just ball handler, distributor, playmaker. I'd say the only thing Ben Simmons can't do is shoot. He's mm-hmm. he's got. Insane potential to be really great in oh, this yeah. league. I'm very high on Ben Simmons. I think he could be a dominant player. But um, but yeah, yeah. I think Giannis is going to be the best player in the league mm-hmm. I, if he's not already. If he's not already, yeah. I mean, I agree. I agree with that. He's a force. I saw something where they're saying that Giannis is the new Shaq. And if you look at all their stats from this age season, that Giannis has better stats. I mean, obviously the big difference is that Shaq played center. They got different play styles. Yeah, completely different play styles, but the dominance, you know. They're both dominant. Yeah, that's true. And imagine if if Giannis had a second star like a Kobe. Because think about it. The Bucs, what what other star do they have? Dude, I love what the Bucs have right now with Chris Middleton. Especially, I love Middleton's a great, great player. Chris Middleton, bro. Mm -hmm. Great. They have a great group of guys surrounding Giannis. Great group of guys around him. And Brogdon too, you know. I'm not a. I don't like Brogdon because he used to always torch you and see back when he played for Virginia, but he just became the eighth player all time to be 50, 40, 90, which is 50 from the field, 40 from three, 90 from free throw. Well, I don't think that would happen if it wasn't for Giannis. Definitely not. But Brogdon, I, I think, is a great player. Yeah, I think. You know what? Maybe Kyrie to the Bucks. <laughs> Maybe or Kyrie that, to the Bucks would be crazy. Be crazy. That that would be, be very interesting. Another green for him. He'd stay with the color. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's a little darker green though it's not it's not that leprechaun green (laughs) but another team that imagine if they got a superstar is the trailblazers man they could be yeah a scary team lillard definitely needs a little help i think lillard deserves a superstar yeah i think he deserves a durant but Mm -hmm. i i see durant going more towards the next just because it's New York, but I, I, I like but one thing that. that is kind of scaring me is that there is literally so much talk in the media about Durant to the Knicks that Durant can like might literally just say no because yeah. he hates the media. Durant is the biggest non-fan <laughs> of the media <laughs> there is. Him and like Kyrie both just despise the media, and the the media doesn't get tougher than L.A. and New York, you know. Yeah, so obviously Katie and Kyrie won't be fans of that, but to play there and to do well there is a completely different story because then the media is all positive, you know. Yeah, and um, and I think and it's not even just talking in like interviews and stuff. It's like, do you ever? Well, do you watch like Lost and Unbound? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so he was, <laughs> he was um, he used to be a big Durant fan. When mm-hmm. Durant was on the Thunder, and then you know there was this video where he's just ripping his shirt and stuff. Yeah, like, and he take a shit on it. I'm pretty sure, or he pissed <laughs> on it. Yeah, basically. But yeah. That that everyone calls him the Snake now for that. Mm-hmm. So he's and, never. You know, I, if he goes to the Knicks, the worst team in the league, maybe that'll just yeah. completely flip that perception around. Exactly. Which could be something exciting for him. So like who you knows. Like you got your championship. Go back to a team that needs you, not mm-hmm. a team that. Would win more because they have you. That like he is the go-to. He is the best on the. I think he misses that a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. obviously, obviously, like he's. I think he's the best on the Warriors. Yeah. He doesn't get like how it used to be on the Thunder. Like he was the go-to on the Thunder back then. He was the guy, right? Mm-hmm. He, exactly. Yeah. Love that. That's the best feeling to have. You know, like yeah. you're a good player. You want that feeling, right? You want. That's what you work for. That's so why Kyrie like, is on the Celtics. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why I want. That's why I think that's a big like bonus for KD. It's a big deal. Saying. Yeah, and especially if the Knicks get Zion, I think Knicks can definitely score a couple really good free agents. Because Zion, who doesn't, who wouldn't want to play with him? Yeah. And and the Knicks have two max contracts. Two max contracts. What I don't want to see the Knicks do is go out and sign Jimmy Butler to a max contract. No, no, yeah. That no, is no, that no, is no, when no, we no, failed no. this this whole rebuild. That, <laughs> that, but that seems not... like about the most Knicks move you can do. Just sign <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Butler to a max contract. I feel like he's a, when he went to the Sixers, like you didn't really hear about him. Mm-hmm. You heard about sense. the one game winner and then that was it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that was it. Like that yeah. was it after that. Well Embiid is the guy over there. Like don't get me wrong, Jimmy Butler. Great Great, fucking great, great player, mm-hmm. but he's not – he's just not carrying a team whatsoever. He's, I don't think he – he's probably like second-tier player in the league. He, I wouldn't give him like a top-10 spot. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't either. Not yet. I, he's not top – he's probably the third-best player on his team. His attitude mm-hmm. needs to change too, honestly. Mm-hmm. To be yeah. successful in a franchise, in any franchise, his attitude needs to change. Yeah, because you've definitely heard things about, you know, the Sixers locker room with a little controversy. And obviously we know what he did to the Timberwolves locker room. Yeah. Made Carl Anthony Towns shit his pants. (laughs) And now look at him. He's dropping 40 buckets every night. Yeah. I just think – and actually that makes me think of Kyrie a little bit. Mm -hmm. So don't get me wrong. He's a – I think the thing he's known for is finishing games. He's Kyrie. 
He's a finisher. He's yeah. not like the Celtics are good. I just don't think he should be a number one guy on your team. Mm-hmm. I think he should be the number two because when the when when he was on the Cavs, he was an awesome number two because you always had to look at LeBron. Yeah. And that would leave spaces for Kyrie to succeed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I get the whole like it wasn't because it was LeBron's team. Yeah. Like I, yeah, and he I doesn't think, like that perception. And I think that's a, a a perfect move would be to go to the Bucks because it's Giannis's team, mm. and to have someone like Kyrie on that team mm-hmm. would really really help them. And yeah, that for just, sure. Yeah, that would make them look like the Warriors and just compete with the Warriors. I think yeah. the way Kyrie was looking at it going into the Celtics because the Celtics before Kyrie, they had the most prominent young talent outlook. Like they had the best young talented players, right? Mm-hmm, they still, mm-hmm. they still they have Jason Tatum, they got Jalen Brown, Jaylen you got Brown. Mark Smart, you got Terry Rozier, you got great basketball. Those are great young players, right? Mm-hmm. Kyrie going there as a vet, right? He he knew first year he's not gonna go there. Nothing's gonna he had to, you know, develop them, right? And his mm-hmm. in his head, I think he wants to develop them and they're gonna be like unstoppable. And right now, that's they're not close to that. I think they're in the middle of that right now. Cause Take, for instance, the Warriors game, the Celtics versus Warriors last week played. Mm-hmm. They played so great together. No one cared mm-hmm. about, I'm going to have a great night over Cheever. They all had, you know, no one had over 30. Gordon Wayward had 30 points. Had 30, yeah. Kyrie mm-hmm. had 28, you know, that dropped 11 assists. You know, games like that where everyone's involved, they can be unstoppable if they play like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. A great example was mm-hmm. against the Warriors, right? I mean... Mm-hmm. I think the Celtics definitely have one of the best rosters in the league, no doubt. I mean, you look at them, they're right up there with I – w- I wouldn't go as far as to say they're right up there with the Warriors just because the Warriors uh, have five All-Stars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and anyone sure. who's going to play under five All-Stars, their bench is going to be good you know, because mm-hmm. it's just going to rub off. But I, I look at them. I look at the Celtics. I think they're right up there with the Raptors. They have a really nice squad. Um, the Nuggets have a really, really good squad. Um, yeah, they're gonna be obviously really the Bucks. The Bucks we've been talking about, but I, I really I love Jokic for the Nuggets because he sets up Definitely. the culture uh, of unselfishness and passing the basketball around. Because when your best player is so unselfish like that, you know, it's just gonna make everyone else around you so better. Because that now they have guys that you know I've never even heard of just playing incredible like they have a guy tory craig or something like that malik mm-hmm. beasley like who are these guys i, I don't know do you guys know <laughs> anything about these guys but you know they're out dropping 20 points against the rockets you know so i think i i really like the nuggets what they're doing and as as a, a knicks fan if there was any possible way to get Jokic on the knicks i'm a, a fan of that <laughs> because he's gonna yeah, set up an unselfish too. unselfish basketball culture in my opinion but yeah i think yeah that's a really good point that's a very very good point um i i really love Jokic. i think he's maybe the second or third best center in the league mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, i think uh, the centers it's it's and bead number one center and bead's got to be the best center what up, uh, Boogie, and I can't no. put him there this year, but you know, him, him, in years past, he's definitely three or four. You know what the you know what the problem with Boogie is though? He is a cancer. I'm gonna straight up say it, because mm-hmm. if you look at the Warriors right now, the Western Conference is really competitive, but the last couple of years, the Warriors just dominate the West. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think now, uh, now since 
Or go ahead. No, you can finish what you were saying. My bad. No, but um, so Demarcus Cousins goes there, and now it's, and now it's it's they put him in a position where, oh yeah, we now we have to win games. Now it's like we can't just try out other stuff. We have to get that first seat, so we're always we always got that home field advantage. Mm-hmm. Now since the Nuggets are creeping up, and now the and the Rockets are only four games behind, um, it's gonna be really it's gonna be really interesting to watch because. Me personally, I'm not a big fan of Demarcus Cousins. I think the whole thing that it he wants he left the Kings to go to the Warriors just because he wanted that ring. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really sit right with me. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it takes a pay cut though. He took a he took a huge pay cut. Huge just, pay cut. Yeah, just, that is true. Able to win, you know, like a huge like he, a player like that should not be getting paid that low, you know. Yeah, no. and I know it's a lot of money. And he won't be. He won't be next year. Yeah, yeah. He's going somewhere else next year, but yeah. I I like Cousins on the Warriors just for the simple fact is they got Draymond Green and them two are pretty much one in the same. You know, they feed mm-hmm. off of each other. You know, they play with that edge. You know, and Draymond, he's not obviously not the most talented guy. He's Marcus least, Cousins uh, obviously has way lead. more skills than Draymond, but they're both that fiery, that mm-hmm. attitude, that one hundred percent give it your all every night. Yeah. And you know, guys like that in this league are. Hard to come by, you know. A few names come to mind when you figure that. You think of Westbrook. I mean, who else is like that hustle, grit, you know, always giving it their all. Like those, de- yeah, those like Dennis Rodman type. Dennis Rodman's, yeah, exactly. Diving into the crowd, you know, do anything for your yeah. team. Yeah, that's too many guys like that. Those pl- players like that are like w- like my favorites. That's what I w- when uh when I play basketball on like different leagues or like when I go to the park or something, like I always pride myself on like just like out hustling people. Like I'm not the best, not th- and I'm. I hope I'm not the worst, but I just want to out hustle. Yeah. And that's the and I just think that I'm. Just, I think for the if you talk want to talk about the Warriors, the Draymond Green is the leader, in my opinion. But that is mm. always going to be Curry's team. Because Draymond always kind of keeps everyone together, but yeah. when you look at the Warriors, your first thought is Curry. Curry. Sure. The best Curry's the face. Time. Yeah, Curry's and the face the of the Warriors. Assassin. The baby-faced assassin. But, you know, at the same time, we saw what happened with Draymond and KD earlier in the year. Yeah. That was that almost looked like that was going to divide the whole team. Yeah. And Talking like, about his free agency, questioning his loyalty, you know, that's that's some tough stuff to put on someone in the middle of a game. Yeah. You know, it's in the not middle of a game. It wasn't even – it's beginning of the season. It wasn't, like, playoffs, yeah. you know, like, you know. But, I mean, I guess Durant was right in that situation no, Durant, because Draymond didn't pass him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which was pretty stupid. <laughs> and then he lost it. Yeah. Ashton, but, that's, um, like, that's like a TRBA thing, Ashton, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> we all have plenty of Yo, TRBA honestly, memories. Yo, honestly, now we're, that we're talking about TRBA, I never had to have this conversation with you, but I'm going to have this conversation, right? Go ahead. Literally, I don't know if you remember this game, but it was the last TRBA game that I could possibly play because I was moving to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. This, June, this was like, I think it was junior summer. I'm not sure. Summer. It was summer. Dono was there. I was sitting on the bench. <laughs> sitting on the bench, and the game was super close. I forget the score. I, I don't remember the score. Okay. Were we playing against each other? Or was yeah. I? Yeah. Like, playing against each other. Okay, okay, okay. And I think we were down. Uh, we were down. You guys were up, and it was an okay. inbound play at the baseline. And... Um, I like had my arm on your chest and I like pushed you the first time, uh-huh. and then the ref was like, "Don't do that again." Blah blah. blah. I'm like, "All right, bet." Uh-huh. And then, I, and then the second time, I had my arm resting on your chest, 
didn't push my arm, moved yeah. to the left, called a foul, and then you guys got the ball. Never got that chance to look for the game winner. Do you remember that? Like, that? like I, I, I don't. But <laughs> the racist ref. That's funny though. That's really funny. We all have tons of you know TRBA what, memories. Yo, did you bring that up? I saw my man's. Oh, he's whipping out the TRBA shirt. I wore this today. A TRBA long sleeve. That's swag. That's swag. But me and Lex were on the same squad. What was his sophomore year when the Hollands were running with us? Do you remember that, Lex? Started off like six and zero. Trav got banned. Then he stopped playing, and then we lost like ten in a row. Bro, that was the most annoying team ever. That was the most annoying. Because, like, we didn't have to do anything. Travis was just pulling up the yeah. three and, like, dropping 40 buckets every game. Were you, I don't know if you remember this, but it, I think it was, like, it was, um, it was during the end of the year. He was sitting on the, he was sitting actually on, like, the bench watching the game. Who? Playing, uh, Travis. Trav. We were, we were sitting, we were playing, right? We yeah. get to the fourth quarter. He goes up to my dad. He goes, hey, coach, can I play now? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then my dad was like, I have no choice because you're on the roster, so you're going to have to. Mm-hmm. That's the most annoying team of all the time. No, I, I mean, I definitely uh, – I think senior year was probably my best year for TRBA just because, like, you're senior, you know? It's your, it's your year. It's the, it's the last run. Yeah, that was the most fun I've had on a team. The summer, I think it was, I think it was like the fall TRBA team. We won. I think we won the regular season. We, I mean, we ended up losing in the playoffs, but that was probably the most fun group of guys. I, I actually had my podcast with my dad, and we were talking about that. And um, that, yeah, that was probably the, one of the most fun teams I've ever been on. Yo, I would totally do a podcast with your dad, Lex. Just want to let you know. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, dude. Totally. I'll try. I'll try to get him on. I'll try to get him on. But listen. Yeah. Um, is the summer basketball, is that like summer TRBA? Is that like a thing? For yeah. Like, for uh, our the sign up start at the end of April. Yo, like, what if we did that summer TRBA? I'm, da- wait, but like, uh, how much are you going to be in New Jersey, yeah. Ashton? No, I'm going to, yeah, I'd make sure I'd be in New Jersey for mm-hmm. that. I'll see if I can make it happen. I'll see if I can make it happen. That'd I'm be gonna, sweet. That'd be sweet. That'd be like, I got you guys though. You're, you're going to be here too, Dono? What in TR? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, word. Uh, I'll see what I can happens. do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, actually, one thing I wanted to talk uh, talk to you guys about was the whole Westbrook and Utah Jazz oh, fan yeah. situation, because that. that's a that's a and big that's, thing. That's a mess. That's a, uh, that that just happened. Let me just say something real quick. Yeah. I am completely 100% on Westbrook's side. I don't think he should have got fined. I don't think. I don't I like I think players don't have enough protection for years now. I don't think they they don't have enough protection from fans. And not I think those two the husband and wife, I think they should be banned from all sporting event arenas because they should not be talking to athletes, to players, to people yeah. that are actually them they're human beings like that, you know? It's one thing to have compassion for the team you like and mm-hmm. you see someone miss you're like, "Oh, that's a brick. That's fine, you know." Yeah. That's, but the moment you take it away from basketball, that's a no-no, in my opinion. Yeah, but, yeah. Because I then, like, agree. what are you even at the game for? Like, exactly. are you even a fan of, of basketball? Basketball, like, mm-hmm. not true fans of basketball, but not. Yeah. You're not there like, to talk about someone being on his knees. Yeah, that's, not that's true. But I mean, the Jazz did the right thing and made an example out of him, his wife, and 
last year when Westbrook had an altercation in the playoffs with a fan, they banned him too. So I think the Jazz did a really good job, you know, setting an example saying, you know, hey, you're not going to come into our arena and, you know, talk like that, use that language and act like that because it is unacceptable. And I'm 100% on Westbrook's side. You know, he definitely, you know, the fine was, (laughs) it was coming to him. He couldn't have avoided that just for the profanity. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm totally with Westbrook there. And everyone who's saying, you know, he can't be, yeah, LeBron wouldn't have reacted like that. You know, people talk at LeBron like that. He doesn't react. Well, you know, Westbrook and LeBron are two different players, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. LeBron is the biggest role model. I mean, arguably the biggest sports role model on planet Earth right now. You know, Mm -hmm. Westbrook is that he's the fire and he's going to stand up for what he believes in no matter what. And I I really respect that. Like the way I was watching the interview and the way Westbrook was starting, like, Westbrook even said this is like word not word for word but this is the gist of what he said it was like all these guys out here we have sons we have wives we with mm-hmm. families families like, why mm-hmm. would you let someone talk to you like that right if someone yeah. came up to the street and talked to you like that you're not gonna do nothing right mm-hmm. like you're gonna do something yeah that's true yeah and I think the big thing is like you have to realize that the NBA players are out there to make a living also so just don't. It's just stupidity, basically, yeah. is what it is. Yeah, it, and they they love the game, man. I mean, and they're passionate about their abilities and confident in their abilities. And what that fan said has nothing to even do with his abilities. Uh, what do you say? Like, st- like, stay on your knees like you're used to or whatever. Said, he said, get on your knees like you used to. You know, yeah, you can argue is, whether that's that racist three, or not. but Yeah, that can mean three things. Yeah. That could be racist. That could be when KD was on the team. That could that could be like a multitude of things that could be mm-hmm. regardless. It shouldn't have been said, you know. Shouldn't have been said, yeah. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I think I, I think yeah, they should have more protection. It's it's like that even in the NFL. Like when it come when it comes to stuff like fans and penalties being called and stupid stuff like that, they have to really just crack down on it. I, it's it for, it's for all sports. Like I think mm-hmm. you just really need to. Because if you think about basketball, the NBA and the, and the NFL, in the NFL, there's a lot of distance between you and the players. In the NBA, you're right on courtside. You're, you're right, right next there. To, mm-hmm. And that's, I think, the big difference. And I think stadiums and different teams should take into account that not – stuff like that won't happen if you move back the fans. Like, yeah, it's a great it's great to sit courtside, but when you act out like that and you just – do stuff like that. It's not yeah. looking good for the for the NBA. For the NBA, yeah. And just them to other sports. Is what it does. And there's a difference between heckling and just saying something yeah. disrespectful like that. Yeah. Like, like that person has no right to say you know? that to Westbrook. But yeah, I think I just think they should move. I I personally think they should just move them back like they do in the NFL and. Cause I, I, even sitting courtside is wrong. Uh, yeah, like, I, that's I, probably I, an like, experience that is yeah. so like amazing. Yeah. Because you get a true understanding it's like a for, true, for you're like you're with the mm-hmm. plate. You know? Yeah. You get an understanding and, for how freakish these guys not, are. Like you know, as you said before, not a lot of other sports arenas aren't like that. You know, and I think it's very unique that basketball is like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like it, it's just like when a fan does that and it just kind of like yeah. ruins it for you. It's, it totally like that's the part where it's like there's like. A, sh- a ridge between like what do you do you know because mm-hmm. i totally agree like that would solve the issue right there and then and i'm for that that's protecting the players but then you also got you know how it's fun to see the stars that are at the game you know you got jay-z you got drake you got him cheering like mm-hmm. that's watch people like that you know yeah so, and you can also i mean you you have to protect the players you got to cater to the fans as well 
you know? Because mm-hmm. the, yeah. the fans drive the league. I mean, yeah. It's all about the superstars and appealing to the fans, you know, and that's why there's a new social media explosion with all these athletes creating YouTube channels, you know, live streaming all the time. Yeah, Curry has a new YouTube series. Um, His wife has a YouTube cooking show. Aisha. (laughs) Alex Bregman has a big uh, YouTube channel now. Oh, she she might as well have a show, too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Why? What are you trying to say? <laughs> That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I kind of, I kind of like the direction that all the athletes are taking. You know, incorporating social media. I, I like it. I think it's. There's a lot of wrong ways to use social media. I think that's a right way to do it to help promote them, and promote the brand. You know, promote it in a good way. Yeah, it's that's. I, I do agree with that. Yeah, it's definitely a good idea, mm-hmm. and I love how they do that. Um, do you guys think that if the Warriors do make it to the finals, and you say like the Bucks or the Raptors, do, do you? Well, first off, do you think the Bucks are going to beat the Raptors, Dono? I think so. I think I think Giannis is just next level. Too much. <laughs> Giannis um, and Kawhi. Think about that series, though. That is. Oh like yeah, a it's going to be a crazy awesome. good matchup. And that's it. And and you don't even think about that when the if it's the Warriors Rockets for me, it's Curry versus Harden, and then if I think the Rockets are, in my opinion, are gonna win it, they're gonna take them seven and they're gonna win that last game. Yeah. And I then mean, you have I, if it goes to seven with the Rockets, yeah. If, if it goes seven, the Rockets are gonna beat them. And I think they shouldn't have let it get to four. If the Rock and the Bucks beat the Raptors, let's just say in your in your uh, case, and the Rockets beat the Warriors, how crazy would it be? Since you know Harden puts up 50 and he's an MVP candidate, the two MVP candidates will really show who's the true MVP. Duking it out, yeah, that that's would true. Be, that would be crazy. That would yeah. be. Because the voting be, uh, who wins the final should be the MVP mm-hmm. theoretically, you know. That that that's my big thing. Whoever, if if you're an MVP. You gotta bring your team to the finals. Yeah. Do they do the voting before? They do the voting before postseason, right? Yeah, I thought they do the voting before playoffs or or finals or before something. Which is why the playoffs it it never factors into the MVP. But imagine that, man. That'd be a good one, right? The hardest, the that's the hardest, hardest. Like obviously the finals, regardless of the finals. Playoffs are where you work to. The whole season, you're working for a playoff bracket. Biggest right? stage, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. why should that not count towards an MVP? Like, yeah, why? I agree. I agree, especially because you know all the MVP candidates. Your the other team's whole defense is based around stopping yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Because if you could slow him down, or let's say Harden, for example, you're slowing the entire Rockets offense. down. Because you slow the entire offense down. Yeah, and and same thing goes for Giannis. And same, well, actually, maybe not Giannis because he's more distributing the ball all the time because he gets all the defense's attention already and that's what makes mm-hmm. the bucks so good and what makes them so good as a team but i think in the case of the rockets you stop harden you basically stop them because chris paul is not going to give you big time production anymore and honestly i don't think he's a great fit for the rockets because i don't yeah, either harden's a better too. point guard harden's i don't a better think point guard i don't at think this point yeah I agree with that. Aside from the def- the defense that Chris Paul brings, I think Harden's a way better, more productive point guard. Now and the Rockets keep stacking shooters, you know. It's, yeah. They're gonna be shooting 100 threes a game. Yeah. <laughs> they already no, have the record. In my opinion, bro, Eric Gordon p- 
pulls way too many three pointers. <laughs> they all do. Come no, on, but Ariston Rivers chucking threes. For, for, for Eric Gordon, the amount of shots he takes, he's like Curry times three. And like, like he should not be taking the shots he takes on on some on some reels. Yeah, uh huh. I think they all do that. They're all guilty of that. Harden a lot too. You got I Danny mean. Green over here pulling from East, like pulling from Timbuktu. <laughs> like I'm like. <laughs> and if, Eric Gordon got really like hyped up because he won the three point contest like one time. So yeah. he just feels like he should just be shooting threes all the yeah, time. Uh, you get those videos of him shooting in the corner, then staring at the bench when he like makes it. I'm like, bro, <laughs> like they're not even saying anything to you. Like <laughs> he's not even six man of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Lou Will. Will. Yeah. Lou Will. Will. See his game winner last night? Yeah, Yeah, I saw that. That was crazy. Crazy shot. I mean, Lou Will is just a professional bucket getter. He's like... He's good, man. His pull-up is... is, It looks so hard, but Mm -hmm. it's a wet bucket every time, bro. He reminds me a lot of uh, Jamal Crawford, honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Just that that instant offense off the bench. I think Jamal Crawford's one of the most underrated offensive players that we've had a chance to watch because, you know... Is he still in the league? I think so. Yeah, he's on the yeah. uh, Oh on wait, the, he's on the Suns. No, no, no. Let me look this up. Let me look he this up. He hit a game winner this season for the Suns. Really? He hit a game winner this season for the Suns, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Jay Crawford is a clutch clutch player. And dude, he has one of the most I mean, if we're looking at breaking two K light packages, he has one of the most nice nicest light packages out there. Yeah, you know the two K behind the back. Yeah, the know, behind the back park like, removed. Yeah, that's that's, that's ankle snatcher of the of two K Hall of Fame ankle snatcher. Yeah, you, that's like two K fifteen. If you're a point guard and you don't have that on, you ain't you ain't catching no ankles. <laughs> so so you guys so obviously we all play two K here. Yeah. Who? <laughs> Who would win in a two K tournament? Me. Uh, no, in, I, which, uh, which part of 2K? In which part of 2K? That's, I was going to say what your my players are. I was going to get into some competitive stuff. Okay. But if you want to get into competitive right, stuff, so, um, both 2K, Nano is very, very, very oh, competitive, bro. So competitive. Really? Life or death, like, screaming. Me like, and Ashton, like, could like, never be mad at each other yeah. over anything, anything really, except 2K. 2K. Like, oh, yeah, that's me. yeah, that's me and my friends, too. Because, I mean, the whole my team, it's just like, it's it's, it's your, crazy it's, competitive. Yeah. You're building your team. I'm, I build my whole team to you try and beat Ashton. But yeah, I did, I did build the, the all Knicks squad. But Ashton, I got rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to cop a pink diamond shooting guard. Oh, D-Wade. <laughs> nah, I cannot cop D-Wade. That card is nasty, though. I'm copping uh, Jay Crossover. Nah. Uh, so, like, I got what's up? Who's your uh, my like? Who's your my players? Like, what builds your my player? Okay, you can go first, Ashton. I got a um a shot creating slasher. I have the same exact person. Bro, listen, like I can shoot standing threes like consistently, like on some real shit, like like. Yeah, not but don't let him tell you he could pull half courts. <laughs> Wait, are you are you a shoot? Are you like a shooting guard or a small forward? I'm a, I'm a point guard, and I it's dunk on every and I right. dunk on everyone, bro. <laughs> Wait, Lex, do you have PS4 or Xbox? I have both. You got Bro, both. let's rock park sometime. Bro, yeah, it's definitely. I I got a pure sharp right now. I'm rocking with the Kobe jump shot. Wait, you I guys just, have you guys have PS4? Yeah. yeah. Alright, I might need to get 2K19 for PS4 because I only play Spider-Man on PS4, but that's besides <laughs> it. I have Spider-Man um, too. <laughs> I love Spider-Man. I was playing it today. But um, but yeah, I think I I don't even have 2K19 for PS4, but I'm probably gonna get it. Mm-hmm. So. I'll definitely play with you guys. It might be, so, honestly, uh, out of all the 2Ks, I think 
2K19 is probably my favorite. Yeah, I think. So. Oh yeah, I like I like 2K this year. There's so little like bugs in it. I mean, the biggest one that I can think of right now is just the shoving. Like that shit's so. The oh screens, my god. The moving screens they call sometimes. Yeah, the moving screens. Yeah, that too. But I mean, overall, it's it's pretty it's a pretty I'll, accurate I'll game. I'll you guys with a question. This is probably mm-hmm. you know one of the most prominent asked questions. Who do you think is the goat of all time? And I'll let you one of you guys go first. I'll, I'll, do I'll let you go first, Lex. LeBron. Okay, explain. So, he, in my opinion, I think LeBron is better than Jordan. So, I'm going to get into that. That he is physically better than, Le- or physically more built than Jordan is. Mm-hmm. He's, he's had to carry teams. Jordan had. Jordan had Pimpin, he had Rodman. Well, I mean, they had good role good. players too. Tony Kukoc, he was really the best player. He, he yeah. had his team. LeBron had uh, Kyrie and Kevin Love. Well, <laughs> if you really Channing think about Fry. Exactly, like exactly. Like, who else do you really think of? Yeah, nah. Jordan no one had, that's super productive or anything. If you give, in my opinion, the second best player of all time, that type of team. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no way you're gonna really lose. Yeah. But uh, LeBron was in, like when he brought. I think the most impressive one, even though he lost, was the one when he first brought the Cavs when he was younger. Like he had nobody, mm. and he yeah. brought them there. That's and true. That's like, and I think like when you look at someone like Allen Iverson when he was on the like he deserved one. He was he had no one. Yeah, he had honest, zero. He had, like absolutely no one. He had Matumbo at the end of his career, which was basically it. All-time Sixers team, Dono is all I'm saying. All-time Sixers? Dr. J, Allen Dr. Iverson. Dr. J, AI. Um, Got to put Moses Malone as the center over Matumbo. Moses Malone, one of the most underrated NBA centers of all that's time. True. That's true. Yes. That's true. Moses Malone is, is very slept on. Rest in peace. Obviously, he, he passed. I don't I don't know when. But uh, he's, a, he's an all-time legend. Uh, you want who I think the GOAT yeah. is? God. I mean, it's so freaking hard. It's it's so freaking hard. I I I hesitate to just say it's LeBron just because I want to see his full body of work before mm-hmm. I can make an official like opinion of him being the goat. So yeah. for me, it's between Jordan and Ashton. You know this, Wilt, because Wilt is might be the most unbelievable. Him and MJ are two of the most unbelievable players in NBA history, period. I mean, Wilt has records that will never, never, broken, never yeah. be broken, man. I mean, 100 points in a game. I mean, and that's not that's not the only one. That's not the most incredible one. He averaged <laughs> 50 points and like 27 rebounds in a season. Who is ever going to do that ever again? No one. And people say, you know, the difference, how different the game is. But look, <laughs> you, put, you replace Shaq with Wilt. Shaq, I mean, I mean, Wilt. Is basically all that Shaq is, but longer and runs track more, and more like, athletic. Yeah, more athletic. He, the Will, Will literally was a seven footer, ran track. Like, I think Will is probably the most dominant force there has ever been in the league. And you know, you hear so many. Will is like a is like a folk tale. Like, you hear so many crazy stories about Will. You know, he was 16 years old playing in a professional basketball league, averaging 70 points. And that's actually not even a folktale. That's a confirmed truth that <laughs> he played in a professional basketball league at 16, 17 years old and averaged 70 points and won titles. You know, so I, I, but obviously Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan. He he needs no explanation. Mm-hmm. So, 
it's it's so hard for me to pick between them two. So I'm gonna just leave it at Michael and Will. Okay. Do that? I didn't even think about Will. You know yeah, what I mean? Man. Like I, you, you forget it. Like when people my bring dad up like Jordan or LeBron, like they Will. don't even think about that. Yeah, that's a good point. My dad makes <laughs> I don't even think about Will, that, and he really opened my eyes to that. You know. So oh. who you got, Ashton? I mean, obviously, like, you probably know what I'm about to say, but it obviously it's a very, very tough choice between MJ and Kobe for me. And the reason I'm going to say Kobe is because, <laughs> is because of this simple fact right here. Obviously, Kobe and Michael Jordan have very similar game gameplays. Like, they've very – you've seen the I video. Think, yeah, I think Kobe is the closest to Michael Jordan yeah, ever. Yeah, and mm-hmm. MJ – Obviously does it does it better, but the reason I, I like I think Kobe is the goat is because of his mentality on its own. There's yeah. never, like his Kobe mentality, and obviously Michael Jordan had an insane insane mentality as well. But you hear I, I feel like we heard more stories about Kobe's mentality. You hear what his teammates say, how he wakes him up early in the morning after he went drinking out with them late at night, woke him <laughs> up early to play in the morning early early. Doesn't do these things where he ran a marathon then the, the the day before the Olympic game like shit like this he does like his mentality about basketball is so driven and it's it's so unique I don't think yeah. any ever will ever 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 have a mentality like that ever again and I think he, it's it's tough to find people like that yeah. but Michael Jordan I I think every bit has the same extreme mentality as Kobe I think every bit I think they're right around the same level because. You know, you hear crazy stories about MJ, too. MJ punched Steve Kerr in the face at a practice, you know. (laughs) But you got Kobe talking all types of shit to Sasha Vujicic, like, oh, this motherfucker don't want to shoot. He's scared. He pussy, blah, blah, blah. And, like, you got Ben 50K on a free throw shot, you know, like. Yeah. uh Like that. And MJ's like, here, Matumbo, this one's for you. Let me close close my eyes. eyes. Yeah. I think. I'm going to leave it at MJ and Kobe, honestly. Like, you can't, like. Um, it's so it's it's so tough because they don't play in the same era, bro. Like that's yeah, yeah, that's a big thing right there. Why it's tough is because none of these players, because people are gonna say Michael Jordan played against way tougher defense than than LeBron. That's what people are gonna say. You know, you could argue that mm-hmm. though. That's argue totally that. arguable. It's though. arguable, but there's also a ton of other things that you could say. Like it's just too wishy washy because it's of the era, yeah. because of the era difference. You know. And I feel like people get way carried away with the GOAT discussion and, and yeah. start to forget, you know, what type of greatness they're talking about. You know, mm-hmm. these people are once in a generation type, not just players, people, you know, they're role models. They are people who millions and millions look up to, you know, and that's a tough situation to be mm-hmm. in. And for them to continue to be successful in what they do is pretty remarkable. Yeah, I but do. I, I I think MJ or Wilt for me. We all have di- we all have pretty di- like we we all three of us have MJ, but we don't have MJ as a number one. like we don't know like definitive number one. Number one. Yeah. yeah, that it's so hard. It's really really tough because yeah. you know there's so many there's so many other players too that are just as like Magic like Ooh, Larry yeah. Bird. I, I, I Kareem, Kareem. Throw Kareem in there. Larry Bird was the best player in the in the league before Bill MJ Russell. got there. What about Bill yeah. Russell? Bill Russell dominated oh, yeah. Wilt in championships, you know. Yeah. And I think if Bill Russell never gets brought up, I never I, – before you said that, I, I really didn't hear that much about Wilt. Mm-hmm. Kobe's been throwing, like, the third one in there mm-hmm. sometimes. And it's just – like, 
and that's the one thing I'll say about the LeBron and Jordan thing for me. You can't compare them because they're not the same player. They're not LeBron's the same player. LeBron's mobile. He he goes up. And LeBron's he's a distributor, more, man. Yeah, he's a more physical. I I guess it makes sense. like a more physical type person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jordan to like Jordan will do like the fadeaways. He's known for that. And I mean, obviously, we all know Jordan's like an amazing dunker. Floats in the air, man. Yeah, he. And it's just it's just hard to compare. Like you compare Kobe and Jordan because they're the same position. They do most of the same things. Most of the same things, yeah. And, Le- and but LeBron and LeBron's bigger. LeBron's stronger, and you just can't. And that's the th- that's the thing that I want to say about that. So yeah. <laughs> and and that kind of makes my argument a little bit tougher because Wilt and Jordan, you think they're like polar yeah, opposite yeah. players. You know, like, Wilt could just sit there in the post and just do big dipper finger rolls all day. You know. And you got you got another another thing that's inhibiting it is the play style of the NBA when it how it develops. So you mm-hmm. got players now they have to play the three point ball now. Yeah. They have to. Back yeah. then, three point wasn't that important. You got Jordan taking it in, taking you know him taking a three was like okay yeah I need it or like that's what he you know he'd rather take it in because the three wasn't that like a necessity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you think that that changed because of the defense in the league started adjusting, saying hey we're gonna stop these guys from driving in the paint and we're just going to make them shoot outside? Or do you think people think looked at it from a statistical perspective and say threes are better than twos? I think like, and I hate to say this, but like, I think Curry really like, he's not the one who's initiated that, uh, that change with the three point going to the three point, but he really accelerated it is what I he think. Personifies he personifies it basically. He, yeah. Because him change like now you got look people looking at, you got analysis looking at stat sheets like if we're not shooting the three ball we're losing games like mm-hmm. yeah. that's what it came down to you yeah. know so now you got to start shooting three balls yeah but, and before the Warriors and before Curry no one ever thought we could build a championship team around a three point shooter mm-hmm. you know no one ever thought that and you know here's Curry back to back MVPs one unanimous MVP th- with three titles the yeah. best three point shooter in the yeah. league in, of in, all time in, in, of all time yeah, yeah. like of all it's, time man. Uh, like statistically wise, okay, yeah, Ray Allen, but we all know he's gonna pass Ray Allen. You mm-hmm. know, we all he's know gonna he's gonna pass him like within the next five years. Yeah, like we all like you know me being a Celtics fan, obviously like it's hard to say, but you know Curry's just crazy, different level, crazy, man. crazy. And you just look of, at like his, his range. Every like his release is unspeakable. How how quick it is. It's. Him and Clay, I think Clay is definitely. Clay, oh, man. Clay might be top. Yeah, he's he's in the time yeah, he's in the discussion. He has to be. I mean, 14 threes in a game? Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. If he could score 60 points only taking four dribbles, so that's just unbelievable <laughs> shooting, man. 37 points in a quarter with 10 threes or something like that. Like, it's crazy shooting. It's, yeah. Um, and that's what the league is uh, – that's what all these teams are shooting for. They're, they're trying to become that next dominant team with all the best shooters. Yeah, and, t- and two things I want to bring up. So – it, it, like it, when you go to like a park or something, when if you you like lo- everyone looks at you as like if you can't shoot you suck, you know what I mean? It's like yeah, it you have to now it's changed that you have to really like not have to but you have to have some sort of way to shoot. No, you gotta shoot. You gotta shoot 100%. like you gotta be able to shoot a little bit. Yeah. Even even centers now like Joel yeah. Embiid shooter, Jokic shooter, Jokic shooter, yeah, Towns, you know, 
Those are the three best centers in the league that could all shoot threes. Exactly. You know? It's such a positionless game nowadays because mm-hmm. everyone can do everything on the interchange, court. Interchange, interchange position nowadays. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then they overlook people like, and we didn't even think about, we didn't even talk about like Anthony Davis, like he yeah. can shoot too, and um, like they overlook ah, people like. Stops over here. You got Porzingis. Another Porzingis. Oh, yeah. There you go, Dirk. But I mean, his, well, Dirk is an old. He's player. injury prone, like. But yeah, he could, he could definitely shoot, and he's like, and he's seven foot. It's crazy. And also, did, said you brought up Rayon. Did you see Rayon in the celebrity game? He he did, he, he cannot shoot. What? <laughs> no, what are you talking? He drilled some killed it in the celebrity game. I thought he did. Yeah, Rayon, I, I didn't watch it. But, he killed it. But I saw some Ray Allen highlights. Like buckets after buckets after buckets. He was murky. Like <laughs> he hit for, the 360 no scope in pregame. No, it was crazy. He was actually getting buckets. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm lying. What did I say? Just kidding. But I I look at the league now. I think NBA is in a, in a really exciting time. Yeah, all it's in all. so exciting to watch right now. Yeah. I think this year is unlike any other year that I've seen in the league, especially on the sco- scoring-wise. You know, every game is 120 points. I think, Lex, you said that earlier, but, like, almost every game is above 100 points. Yeah. Know? And, like, in the 90s, you look at, you know, a Knicks-Pacers playoff series, and the final score would be, like, 65-57. Yeah. yeah. That happens in the NBA. You're thinking, like, oh, like, deflate gate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Something you're wrong not, with the basketballs. You're not 60 points by the third quarter. You're like, what the hell is going on? Like, like, <laughs> like offensive lack of communication yeah. is just. Yeah. Now, have you guys um, have you guys followed the NFL like the free agency whatsoever? Uh, a little bit, you know. I'm a Steelers fan, so. Uh, so oh yes, yeah, so I'm not too happy. The... <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry about Le'Veon Bell thing. Uh. I mean, the Steelers, they, I feel like they just gave away the, the AFC East, basically. You know, they were, yeah. think about it, they were, when they were 7 2 and 1 last year, they were Super Bowl contenders. And yeah. since that, it was just, it's been a complete collapse. Like, no signs of hope whatsoever. The Browns have stole the show in the AFC East. Now, do you, think, do you really think that the Browns are going to win that division this year? Nah, it's hard to say as a Steelers fan, but. I, I, I don't think it's the Steelers. I think, honestly, the Ravens. The Ravens might do it because the Ravens have made some great acquisitions. Yeah, but they've lost four starters on defense, though. Who they lose? Weddle? I think Weddle's the biggest one they lost, right? They, they lost Suggs, who's also one. But he's, but he's... He's old. He's getting he's old. old. Yeah. CJ Mosley. Oh, yeah. He's a big, he's a great linebacker. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know. I, I, like, Lamar Jackson just can't throw, though. Like, yeah. he's, like, people know him now. You know what I mean? Like, look at someone like R- – he reminds me of RG3, who happens to be on that team. Mm-hmm. He was RG3 in his rookie year. Like, RG3 could – well, um, his rookie year he could throw. Mm-hmm. So, I think he had a – like, his rookie year was better. But Lamar Jackson could only run. You don't really yeah. see him throwing. They almost took him out in the playoff game against the Chargers. Mm-hmm. It's it's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy. He was throwing knuckleballs all over the place. Exactly. And it was really when people bad. when people go like get to him and he like they know he can't throw, it's gonna be hard to yeah. defend. You know, if you have a weakness in any professional sports league, the other team is just gonna try and exploit it. Exactly. And I think if Lamar Jackson just gets an like some sort of arm, he'll be okay. 
he'll be, yeah, I think he has super potential, kind of like Kyler Murray. You know, I feel like that's yeah. the new the new wave of quarterbacks, the mobile quarterbacks. And obviously, the next level guys are the ones that can also sling it, like Patrick Mahomes, for example. He's uh, Patrick Mahomes is doing things that you know it's never crazy. I've never seen before in football. He's, he's he he takes like a kind of like a baseball approach to playing quarterback. You know, on the run throws, sidearm, no look, like he's <laughs> he's filthy, man. Um, but the Chiefs are shitting their whole franchise away with the domestic abuse. It's crazy. <laughs> um, I could say that too as a Dallas fan. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Wait, just... who just got suspended? Randy Gregory, right? That's crazy. Listen, almost all my podcasts have something. I have to say something about Dallas every time. They are the most frustrating <laughs> team to root for. The, um, Randy Gregory, David Irving, are druggies. They don't yeah. know. They don't know what's right and what's wrong. David Irving went on the air. And said that Jason Garrett literally told him to get out. You're, you're, you're too much with drugs. Just get out. It's basically yeah. what he said. And he's like, "Oh, the situation's not good, dude. You did this to yourself." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's so. And I think the crazy thing in the NFL is that um, obviously, like heavy hardcore drugs are unacceptable in any <laughs> sports. But I think uh, marijuana in the NFL should totally be legal because. You yeah, get you I, I, hear these I, I stories by about guys that you know they smoke before like every game, you know, and it's beneficial yeah. for them. They're not just using it like recreationally, mm-hmm. just to be stupid every night. Like they they use it for the the good reasons. And you know, football being the violent contact sport that it is, I think yeah. so many players can and so many players do benefit from it. You know, it's a fact that guys in the league exactly. do. But it, it's just strange to me how like certain players just get targeted. It seems like you know Josh Gordon yeah. like. How many times are they going to drug test him? And it's How many annoying. times are they going to drug test Eric Reed? They drug tested him like six exactly. times this year. And the most annoying thing about it is it's like like people don't want to say it's a racial thing. Like, listen, everyone's equal. Love every Like, everyone's black and whites. Love them all. Mm-hmm. It's just annoying. You don't really see white – like, I don't want to make it a racial thing, but it's just – you never see white people get drug tests. Not yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's or just get suspended for yeah or anything. Like and it's just it it just it's just so hard to watch. And I just don't like all that. You know what I mean? Like how do you, you gotta, how do you feel about where the NFL is going right now, Lex? You know what though? I I wasn't a big fan of it before free agency, but with all this free agency stuff going on, it takes me away from that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. a little bit. It seems pretty exciting, but you know honestly. Yeah. Um, the NFL, the direction that's going, it's getting harder and harder to watch, man. I think yeah, the, the, uh, they're making it so hard for these defenders to know, like even know what they're doing with all these rules. Mm-hmm. And it's not like they're being consistent with the rules. Like they exactly. don't know what's right and what's wrong at this point. You know, how the hell do you sack a quarterback anymore? Who knows? Exactly. It's not just tackling him to the ground. You got to bring a pillow. You got to bring him some <laughs> snacks. And then they still might throw the flag. So I, I, don't, I don't like where the NFL is going in that, that perspective. Makes me, uh, that makes me think of the Clay Matthews meme. Yeah, yeah. That's where so he, much. <laughs> how to sack a quarterback in the NFL. Oh, wait, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's bad. Like, that's the thing. Like, when you look at the NFL, it should not be a meme thing. Like, obviously, there'll be plays. And it, it's like, it's be, the NFL is basically a meme when you look at it. <laughs> <laughs> it, and and that the Cowboys are a good example of it. Yeah. They're my team. Our coaching is a joke. 
the players do not get enough. Stri- they don't. They're not en- strict enough against the players. Mm-hmm. There's been Zeke. There's been. They don't know how to pay Demarcus Lawrence. They don't look at anyone. Yeah. I mean, today they're making a couple moves, but um, like David Irving, Randy Gregory. But yeah, we knew Randy Gregory coming into the draft was going to be a problem with all mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It's just, it just bothers. Like, you gotta be more strict, and that's I think that Roger Goodell is not a good commissioner. Let's just no. Be- He's definitely not a good I think he's the worst commissioner in sports, easily. And when you have, like, the Patriots, in my opinion, like, I know a lot of people that aren't a big fan of the Patriots. Like, did the whole deflate gate and everything. Mm-hmm. But I'm personally a fan of the Patriots. Like, I'm not a fan fan of the Patriots, but I just, I don't mind the Patriots, in my opinion. I like, I Ooh. like, I, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. You're a Steelers fan, you just, <laughs> but, um, like, Brit, I think, the Patriots, like if like if we're not talking like this whole deflate gate nonsense and all that, mm-hmm. I think the Patriots when you you don't hear about any you don't hear anything about them on the papers. They don't really say anything that's bad. They don't have that many players that do anything wrong. Like that's the team. They're that they, yeah. They're like a model of consistency in the NFL exactly. for sure. And that, that and that's what I want. Like I know all teams aren't going to be like that, but I want a good amount like. Most of the teams to be like that, like nine out of every ten teams, I want them to be like that, mm-hmm. and that's the one big thing that really bothers me about the NFL. And they just, and this whole like, and the referees, like this, the good, a good example is the Saints Rams game. Mm. Just use, they, they just got to use some common sense. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That, that uh, was like that was terrible. That was <laughs> yeah. There's so many like what the f like calls exactly. nowadays in the league like it's it's it gets really hard to watch because when it comes down to the wire you know these calls mean everything you know not just in the playoffs and regular season games too. yeah like you see it all over the place it's just so and like you know what you know what i think really hurt everything the whole de- remember the des Bryant catch against the packers the yeah whole- i think that ruined everything Honestly, what you, like in what way? Because like now they made they made you look at catches differently, and then they made you look at like it started a trend of making you have to look at things more. Like, yeah, like more, trying to define everything in yeah, less exactly. of like just using your eyes. You know, you know I, what I, mean? I, I definitely understand that one hundred percent, and I could think of certainly a few instances where like like I look at some of these calls and it's like, well, how is that not a catch? Like I mm-hmm. think of. Patriots Steelers Jesse James he catches the ball uh, brings it in reaches for the end zone the <laughs> ball comes out and they call it a no touchdown uh, in any other NFL game I've ever watched a guy catches the ball brings it in I mean he had obvious possession of mm-hmm. the football but they say he didn't survive the ground and I, that's a rule that's I guess spawned from that Des Bryant thing and yeah. I, I I hate that rule so like yeah, survive like when, the ground when you saw like the Calvin Johnson, like it, was, it all started because Calvin Johnson, you know, obviously caught the touchdown, put the ball on the ground, and they were like, "It's a, it's not a catch." And then everyone mm-hmm. kind of freaked out about it. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, during that that time to the Des Bryant catch, everyone was like, "Oh, we don't really like think about it that much." Like it, ha- it's happened like a couple times during years, but it's never gotten as big as the Des thing. And I just think, yeah, it that really was a huge changed, deal. It, it, yeah, it really changed everything. Mm-hmm. And when you look at that, you look, you're like Dallas is at the one yard line. They're they they most likely are going to score, and it changes the whole game. 
You look at the Saints Rams with that obvious pass interference. Obvious they're pass at the one year. They're at like the one yard line. They're gonna they're gonna most likely score or make it a lot hard on the Rams, and it changes a Super Bowl basically. Yeah, it changes because, the entire outcome of the Super Bowl because you got you think about it. You put the Saints in the Super Bowl. You have Drew I have the Saints winning there. if they get to the he's Super Bowl. He's been there before. He has the experience. Yep. He's the clutch player. I think Jared Goff came up and choked in the yeah, Super Bowl. In my opinion, I, that that was my thing. I think that. Like everyone was like, oh yeah, the Rams have. It. I'm like, dude, they they lost the game before you even got into it, in my opinion. Because the Patriots, the Patriots just have the one thing that's big in every single sport, in every single sporting event, NBA, MLB, NFL, whatever, is experience. Mm-hmm. And I think because the you you get mad like the Patriots, everyone gets mad that like Brady, oh, you want another one, or you want another. One. They have experience, and that's why he, in my opinion is the goat i yeah uh, my opinion on that is if i wasn't gonna call him the goat by now then i'm just denying greatness because i'm I'm a diehard brady hater diehard patriot hater (laughs) and i'm not ashamed to say (laughs) that like there's so many people out there that fucking hate the patriots i'm not alone but for me to not call tom brady the goat when he's done something in football you know a lot of people define the goat as winning how many rings you have, especially in football. Um, Brady has six. No one's yeah. ever done that before. Uh, he's got to be the GOAT to me. It's crazy. And it's like when it comes to the NFL, I want to be a realist. Like the Patriots are always going to be in the are always going to be in the AFC championship. It doesn't matter what they could have. Mm-hmm. They could have, you know, Ashton, like TRBA players of football. They're going to get they're going to go to the Super Bowl somehow because Bill Belichick is just that yeah, guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. But. Their system um, works, man, with such a great quarterback, you know. It's crazy. And anyone who says – before I actually get into the thing I want to say, whoever says that Tom Brady is a system quarterback, just stop. Just uh, – Yeah, I mean – Like, he – yeah, I get it. He's just like – I get see what they're coming from, but he makes so many adjustments, and it just changes, like, the look that they get. Yeah. It, it – I don't know, but – um, I definitely wouldn't consider him a system quarterback. I mean, just because he's been playing in the same system his whole career doesn't make yeah. him a system quarterback. Yeah, sure. like I think a legit system quarterback is like Nick Foles. Nick Foles? I, yeah, I could see that. I could buy that. But, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, Belichick and Brady just work together so well. Exactly. Belichick wouldn't be Belichick without Brady. And Brady I think Belichick be- is okay. definitely the best coach of all time. Oh, yeah, well. of course. And definitely. then he has the best quarterback of all Like, it's just a great – it's just one of the best – quarterback coach duos or not if not the best if not the best it's, yeah it's sports history not even just the nfl yeah for sure but, for sure uh when it comes like I, when it comes to the nfl i'm a realist mm-hmm. dallas is not winning the super bowl in the next 10 years let's be honest here <laughs> i want my my expectations were they make a couple moves they make it to the nfc championship whatever happens after that is a bonus mm-hmm. if you're a steelers fan you look at it and like you have you have the be- best running back, you have the best wide receiver, you have a Hall of Fame quarterback, you're gonna be in the hunt, yeah. and you guys beat the Patriots because mm-hmm. you beat you beat them last year in the yeah. regular season. Yeah. Um, and then you look at like I don't even I can you look at the Chiefs and you're like they're going to be good for the next five years. You're going to look at the Rams. You're going to be like, they're going to be good for the next five years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Saints get a quarterback. They're going to be like, and one thing I actually want to bring up about the NFL is that the NFC is way more competitive. It's like, 
the Western Conference, but it's not. It's Western Conference in the NBA or the NFL. Like you never know what's gonna like. It's the Saints and Rams, but you never after that it's like really really competitive. Yeah, sure. Like the NFC East, you never know who's gonna win. Mm-hmm. Um, the the NFC North. Yeah, it's the NFC North. The the Packers. You never know who's gonna win that. It's Aaron yeah. Rodgers and like, three Vikings. other Vikings. Good- Wait, Vikings yeah. are NFC or AFC? NFC. Vikings are NFC. Yeah. So Vikings, good young team. You know, they're always gonna be in it. I don't want to get I, – I don't like Kirk Cousins. I don't like the Vikings. But I don't want to get into that. But, um, but yeah, it's – it's. I just love the NFC way more than the AFC. Because when you look at the AFC, it's three it's three or four teams. That's mm-hmm. Every year. Every Colts, year. I, I think right now it's Colts. It was Steelers, but I don't know if the Steelers are really in it anymore. Yeah, I don't know about the Steelers this year. Um, Patriots. Patriots and Chiefs. Yeah. And then you just look at everyone else as like, oh, yeah, they're gonna, they might make the wild card. They might win a division. Mm-hmm. It's like another team it, in the NFC that's always in it is Seattle. You know, no matter oh, who they got, Russell Wilson. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he'll always be in like a wild card or he'll, he'll sneak a division win. Maybe. Yeah, he's a clutch. He's a clutch quarterback, man. And that, that and one thing I don't know if uh, Ashton, do you watch that much NFL? Really? I, I really don't. I really don't keep up with football. That's the thing. Like I really don't know too much about it. I know. Uh-huh. Basketball and cars catch me with basketball and cars. <laughs> but um, that's respect. I think, though. Dono, I think the most competitive division is the NFC East, because you net it's like you I, net, it's, it's competitive in like the weirdest way though, because exactly. you never know who's gonna like just have a complete like train wreck season. I like that's the way I think about the NFC East. It's like who's gonna like just suck it up the worst and and let what team rise to the top you know and the cowboys they did a great job of taking advantage of all the other suckish teams <laughs> yeah in the nfc east last year they took advantage of that but um the eagles um really i think they're a really good team you know carson wentz uh has a chance to be top quarterback in the league no doubt oh, you yeah. know a carson wentz two years ago was what mahomes is you know all the hype and the buzz surrounding him. Exactly, and you got it. And you saw his potential when he got that MVP season. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he, he got injured and Foles brought him to this like Super Bowl, but Foles had that team. And but like, you you could see it when Carson Wentz before he got injured. Like, you could see how good he'll be. Mm-hmm. And it's just people overlook that when they look. Like, my thing about the NFC is Redskins. I never really see in it. Mm-hmm. But like right now, I don't see them get, getting really that close. Giants, obviously not. They're on a full scale. Oh, the Giants. They the should Giants be on, on a full scale rebuild. Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're looking to trade like Sterling Shepard now. Uh, and yeah. They brought like, in Golden Tate, who's who's gonna play Sterling Shepard's position. But Golden exactly. Tate is what 31 years old. That does, that doesn't yeah. make sense. The he's Giants like are a, just making all the worst moves right now, in my opinion. He's like a worse. He's a slot guy, so he's like a worse Odell. You basically got like a – I don't want to say a Walmart version of him, but like <laughs> you got a worse version than Odell. That's the slot. Yeah. And I then, mean Odell is just a freak, freak talent. Oh, yeah. You know? Golden Tate is obviously really talented too, but, you know, Odell is a different kind of yeah. athlete. And in New York – like I think the problem with the whole like trade with that is that New York didn't really have any – like when you look at the Giants – you don't really have anyone to look at. Like Eli's always been there. He's always yeah. been an all-time giant. But Odell is that guy. Is that guy? 
But and now, now he's now Saquon. he's gone, and now yeah, now it's Saquon. Now it's Saquon's time. But you know, you're leaving Saquon with like just him by himself. You yeah, know, what's, is he gonna want to stick with the Giants long term? Exactly, and Eli and Eli's. I don't know why they're keeping Eli, to be honest. Yeah, I, no, they said that they're committed to Eli, which makes absolutely no sense to me. They should they should get like Kyler Murray or like Dwayne Haskins, oh, yeah. someone like. They're not and. The thing that's like, uh, like if I was a Giants fan, I'd be annoyed about is that they're not even looking at Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I, I'm not a big fan of Eli. Like, right now, I'm, he's okay. Like, I, I'll give him respect. He's just the average quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Now. When like he went against like when Romo was on Dallas, when I watched those games, like those were awesome to watch. Mm-hmm. But now it's like Eli does like he's like can't hit anything. Let's put it this way: the Giants will never win another Super Bowl with Eli Manning. Like they never it, will. Yeah. So what? Like why would you not? Why would you still commit to him? There's no. There's no I, point. I, I in agree it. with that. I know a little bit about the that Giants area, and I completely agree with you saying. They're they're but, like, what's it, the point of committing to him if you if you know you're never gonna win exactly. another championship? It's over. Is his career coming to a turmoil at the end? Mm-hmm. Eli, is is that not true? Like, no, nah, it is. And I kind of look at this the same way with the Steelers. Like, I don't think the Steelers will ever win another ring with Big Ben. Obviously, he still he yeah. had his most probably productive year of his career last year, which is unbelievable to me. But I don't think they're ever going to win another championship with him. So my thing is incorporate a new guy, you know, get some new young talent in there. Yeah. And the and the yeah, like the Giants, if they get Haskins, they, they're going to have a good chance. Mm-hmm. They just need. They need to, I think Evan Ingram is getting underused a lot. Uh, my friend. Yeah, uh, he's a talented man. Yeah, he's he, on my fantasy just, team, bro. He's a beast. <laughs> so you're probably, so you're, last year you're probably like not really that happy with him because they're not. Nah, he was always hurt. That's that's his yeah. Thing. That's his thing. The injuries. Um, yeah. Oh, Donna. Since you bring that up, so I was in this fantasy league, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be. I don't want to like be a show off, but I was probably like the most. Like I, I probably looked in the NFL way more than everyone else in that yeah, league was. Sure. Uh huh. So I don't know if you know him, Ashton. Do you know Mac or Backy whatsoever? I, I, I know who heard, that is. I think I've heard that name. I've definitely heard that name before. Well, he he was in our league. He never. Don't get me wrong. Nice guy. My best friend probably. Hmm. He picked Patrick Mahomes, but he had no idea who he was. He picked him as a backup that just sounded cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then he's like, oh, yeah, let me just start Patrick Mahomes one game. Goes off. He's like, oh, let's probably keep starting him. MVP. Oh, so I'll just – use yeah, I'll just get him, carry us to a Super Bowl in the fantasy, and then yeah. win. He, no. <laughs> so are you, like, venting your frustrations about fantasy football right now? Is that what you're, is that what you're getting <laughs> no. at? Dude, Lex, I'm going to tell you right now. I used to play – I used to do fantasy football with my friend Mikey, and he knew, like, a lot of football. And I'd never know what I'm doing, and I'd literally just, like, pick, like, big names that I hear. And I got Cam Newton and Tom Brady on my on the same <laughs> fantasy team that one year we played. And I didn't know who to – like, I would just have uh, Cam Newton start the whole time and ended up whooping everybody in that league. Didn't know what I was doing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's like, not nah, Ashton. Like people like you, I, I swear to God, are the most successful people because I feel like fantasy. I just overthink the crap exactly. That's out of me too. Everything, everything. I overthink it. And whenever like I got someone on my bench that's like projected to do trash, and and then people are saying, "I'll oh, put him in." You know, he's gonna have a good week. 
I'm like, oh, all right, I'll put him in. But then all of a sudden, the other dude on my bench just blows up. Like, I just can't get fantasy football right. I suck at it. Yeah, so, Dono, there's this one team that I had. Mm-hmm. And before I tell you this team, I went 4-12. and 12. I just want to tell you this team. It wasn't because my team was doing bad. It's because every person I would play against had, like, two or three points more than me. Mm-hmm. Zach Ertz, Drew Brees. This was last year. Zach Ertz, Drew Brees, Kamara. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Jesus. I had Kamara last just, year, bro. Just those four players by themselves, mm-hmm. I went four games. Yeah. The te- uh, I fantasy the is a big struggle for me. It's... Just, it, it's Another big struggle for me that is relevant, like right this moment, is brackets. I oh I, yeah, I can't. I suck at brackets. I, I don't I, take the time to fill out like all 25 that you get. That's that's probably my first problem. I don't really. Like, I, I, I suck at, that much. I, just I, I, I suck at brackets. I'm I'm really bad. I'm gonna be like the like the Ashton with bracket, brackets. Like I have no idea what's going on. Like <laughs> I'll just put in something and be like, oh wow, just, I guess they won. I had Duke winning the whole thing because of Zion. So. Yeah, I think that's a that's the favorite definitely yeah. this year. Duke. Yeah. But as a UNC fan, I got to point out Duke does have quite a history of choking. Oh, in, I, in I did I did have Duke versus UNC in the final. If that. <sighs> was. Oh man, yeah. I wish. I that wish. Wow. That'd, that'd be no, that'd be crazy. Ridiculous. <laughs> but I, I think uh, I th- I'm excited definitely for March Madness. When does it start? What day? Thursday is the day for last of um um for like the last people to get in yeah like the sixteen that, seeds isn't that right isn't Thursday the day? is it Thursday or Wednesday I'm not sure probably Thursday right oh, I don't know I'm excited though I'm also excited for baseball season to come back around Dono yeah. since since you brought that up yeah are you you're a Yankees fan right no I'm Mets fan oh you're <sighs> Why? <laughs> so do you do you think actually because uh, Matt's a Mets fan too, and I asked him this same question. Do you think the Mets will get actually get far in the playoffs with the pitching rotation that they have? Uh, if they even get into the playoffs, man. I like, think I you think look at could. the NL East this year. No, they definitely have a lot of like way more talent on their team this year. They have one of the best three pitchers in baseball as a whole: Degrom, Syndergaard, Wheeler. But and at least such a tough division, you know, oh, yeah. with the Braves, the Braves won it last year and they just added Donaldson into the mix, which is another great bat into their lineup. And then obviously the Phillies added Harper, McCutcheon, Gene Segura, you like the list goes on. So I think NL East is going to be a big battle this year, but I hope the Mets, you know, I hope they just have that, you know, we got nothing to lose attitude mm-hmm. and just go get after it every day. That's what I'm hoping to see from the Mets. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Yankees fan, so I'm, I really hope that we could just overtake the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. That's I tough, think, though. Uh, yeah, I think the, because if you saw the spring training game, I mean it's obviously spring training, but we beat them like 14 to one, <laughs> and um, we had we got Paxton, we got that's right, with you. Big Maple. He's a beast. I love. I love Paxton. Well, yeah. I love that pickup. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, Sevy's injured. Um, CeCe's out for the yeah. for a couple starts. It's like, and, and Tanaka just isn't the Tanaka that no. you first signed. You know. No. Yeah. Although uh, Tanaka a, does show 
flashes every now and then, and he'll have his dominant yeah. starts. Same thing with Severino. I think Severino should honestly be the best guy in your rotation, no doubt, oh, but yeah, he definitely. hasn't been. So I think I, I think the problem with us is, like, consistency. Yeah, it, it's probably the biggest problem with us. Mm-hmm. I love our outfields. Yeah, dude. Awesome outfield. Mm-hmm. Voight is going to be great. Yeah, Voight. Awesome Torres, player. Torres, I don't know how to feel about. I think, uh, honestly, Torres, I'm just waiting for him to explode because he Exa- looks yeah. like he has so much talent, man. Like, he has an insane amount of talent. I just really, I just want them to do good in the playoffs. Like that, like when we first the Red Sox in the playoffs, every one of our like young guys just, like it, like that's that's where I come back to this thing. But it's so important the experience. They did mm-hmm. not have experience, and it just hurt them. Yeah, and it's, I think I, I think all in all, it was the Red Sox here this year. They brought in JD. Oh, yeah. and They got an MVP season out of Mookie Betts, and their just whole lineup collectively was just dominant, you know. Most wins, right? Most wins last year. Yeah. Plus their bullpen pitched really well together in the postseason when it mattered, you know. And, it's and to crazy. have Craig, Craig Kimbrell anchored down the end is he's That's so honestly though that the one thing that we have on the Red Sox is that we always do good against Price, Kimbrell. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. but um other than that it's like we need to just step it up against them, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I think um, those are the two Two of the funnest teams to watch in baseball, though. Oh, yeah. The Red Sox and, and the Yankees, for sure. And when you look at teams like the Astros. Oh, yeah. That Astros fun to watch. fun to watch. Yeah, the Mariners definitely. last year were, kind of, were pretty fun to watch. The A's last year. Yeah, the A's. Watch. They were an exciting team, for sure. Hey, yeah. I'm rocking the A's cap right now. Yeah, like, I, I had no to particular put them out. reason, but, like, I don't know. That's just a coincidence. <laughs> but um, I actually went to the wild card game last year versus the A's. Oh, that really? Was, oh, that was... One of the best experiences ever. Wait, watch him call. Who started that game? Didn't they use the opener, it was, right? It, it was Sevy versus, like, Hendricks. He was, like, a bullpen guy. Yeah, the bullpen pitcher. And then they brought yeah. in uh, Blake Trinan, and then you guys just rocked him. Dude, when Judge hit the homer in the first inning, I was like, first inning, I feel yeah. really good about this. Judge, oh, man, Judge. Oh, I think, my God, he's awesome. Judge, I, he's got to be the best player on the Yankees. Uh, he's yeah. crazy good. Dude, the... F- the first 10 hits, six homers, I think it was four doubles. Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah, he's a he's just a productive extra base hit machine, man. He's, yeah. he's just He's a freak of nature. Him and Stanton are the two biggest freak of natures in baseball, you know? That... I really just hope Stanton does... Just does something. Like, he can't go off to a slow start again. Like, mm-hmm. he needs to get off to a fast start. Yeah. And he needs to do – like, he didn't, did nothing in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He didn't do anything. Yeah. And that's my one problem with him. Well, and the guy – well, Stanton just has one – like, I guess he just has a hole in his swing because he's, oh, he's yeah. turned into just like a home runner bust kind of guy. Not saying exactly. that he's not a good hitter or anything. He's yeah. an unbelievable hitter. But he's definitely turned into that guy who's just going to smack home runs around the yard exactly. and drive in runs. And in the playoffs, like we talk about it for any sport, your main objective, you're just going to figure out how you need to get these guys out and you mm-hmm. just got to execute. And I think uh, Red Sox executed really well against Stanton in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. And and that – I think the the one problem the Red Sox are going to have this year is their bullpen because their bullpen mm-hmm. wasn't really that – like if you look at like, like Kimbrell, like yeah. that's really it. 
Yeah, they had Matt, like, but they had guys that stepped up last year. Joe Kelly stepped oh, up yeah. pretty huge. Matt Barnes, right? Yeah, but Barnes it's, was a big it's just pitcher. it's just tough to ask for like two years straight. Mm-hmm. Like that's they don't even I, have Kimbrell anymore, right? Yeah, yeah, Kimbrell hasn't signed yet. Kimbrell yeah. hasn't signed yet. He's looking for like a crazy deal, but he's not going to get it. <laughs> oh yeah, no. And they lost um, Joe Kelly as well. He went to the Dodgers. Did you see uh, the Joe Kelly versus Tyler Austin fight before Tyler? Yeah, Austin? yeah. Oh my God, that was awesome. Dude, one of my like, I I I wish I got into a baseball fight like growing up. Like the same. Those shits are they're <laughs> awesome. <laughs> like I wish someone would like get heated with me and like throw out my head or something. Cause I'd, I'd murk. Yeah, Ashton. Since since you brought that up, yo, do you do you remember uh, Brandon Edwards? Does that sound familiar to you? He's like really tall. Yo, his 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 brother uh, was good friends with my sister. Yeah, his, uh, Riley, um, Riley, right? Yeah, Riley. his his brother was on my uh, freshman team. But um, he or do you know Bernard also? Like yeah, Bernard, yeah, yeah, I know Bernard. So, so, bro, I have a story for Bernard. you. So we were, oh, yeah. Wait, Donna, you know Bernard too? Yes, yes. Dead, yeah, yeah, All right, let me rapping. let me tell you the story, right? <laughs> so we we beat Bernard's team. Uh, Brennan was on my team. Bernard was on the other team. So we end the game. We go to our – like, we're about to j- kind of shake hands. We both go to our separate benches. He starts talking, like, he's talking mad shit to Brandon. Like, he was like, oh, you can't even hear me because you're – I was like – Oh, oh yeah. no, I was like, no, no, no. I was like, oh, timeout. I was like, bro, you don't, you don't scream at someone with like a, like, Brand, Brand's a really cool kid. I, I uh, actually coached against him this year in TRBA, but great kid. He, he had like the, the like those like things in his ears. Like, like, he, like you know, he's, he's deaf and stuff. Yeah. He made fun of him for that, dude. I snapped on Bernard. Oh uh, yeah, I would have. Flipped out. I would have. Dude, I, I was like, I, I turn around, like I hear that. I'm like, dude, I was like, I was literally said it like in front of everyone. I was like, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. That's just like was, as a person to oh say something God, like that. Dude, that was the closest I've ever gotten to a fight. Like I was just like, shut the fuck. Like we we both kind of like just kind of like stood up and like everyone kind of put me back. Everyone put him back. Mm-hmm. But it, oh, dude, I, if I would have got a shot in. Oh, man. Honestly, I, I, I think you could fuck that kid up. <laughs> Honestly. And he can't get yes. buckets. Bernard's at... No, nah, yeah, if we're talking about fights, um, I had a recent encounter at LA Fitness when I was... <laughs> <laughs> over, uh, break. Uh, Lex, I don't know, there's this Indian guy. He's, he's more on the broader side of things. He's always there. He's younger. You've seen him. You've definitely seen him before. He chucks um, threes, basically. yeah. And he had his, his his cousin or someone, his brother or something, that had a Duke shirt on. He looked pretty young, so you'd assume that he goes to Duke because he's Indian yeah, as well, yeah. right? <laughs> so literally we're playing, and, uh, and things are getting heated between me and his cousin. And mm-hmm. the reason is because, like, I was doing all my handle works on him, and I kept making threes. And I was playing with Mikey and my boy, so I was, like, like running up. I was like, yo, score 6-0. Like, I kept saying it, right? But not on some, like, mm-hmm. on some, like, deceitful stuff right and then play he comes down and he puts the ball up and it comes back it rolls off the rim he gets it and he literally like takes all his all his strength with his elbow and pushes me like really hard and then like Mm -hmm. lays it in and as soon as i like re-get myself i get up and i like push him right And and his and his the guy the indian guy comes over to me and he's like don't put your hands on my cousin and starts like he threw it at me and put like pushed me back and was like grabbing me and then all the gym guys were like setting us apart and i was screaming across the gym i was like some i was just screaming some like stupid stuff i was just like 
But like basically, he's a lot older than me. He's an adult. He's like mm-hmm. maybe yeah. at least twenty eight, at least twenty eight, twenty nine, at least. Right, and I was eighteen. I'm eighteen. Like, for him to even stoop down that low after his cousin was in the wrong, mm-hmm. like, just beside me, you know, it's just like people yeah. these days, bro. Like, people just think they're entitled, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And he was yeah. saying, he was saying, I'm the Mike Tyson of of like stupid stuff. He, he called himself Mike Tyson. I was like, what? What? Like, and That's when you're freaking delusional. Now, yeah, it, it was ridiculous. Bro. That's when you're delusional. On the Conor McGregor on the court. Like, he literally had no body reference to Mike Tyson. He was a, like, he's a, he's a like, short, like stout, like yeah, low-key fat yeah, Indian. Yeah, like he has no body <laughs> reference to Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson nowadays can still like swing, like yeah, you like, saw that fast video. As shit. That yeah, Tyson's doing. That's that's Ashton. So I think it was um it was either like two times. I think it was like the last time I went to L.A. So. Me or me and my friend are like on separate teams. So, uh, or no, I was at or no, I was at Skyview, I think. So we went to Skyview, and you know, do you know Nick Sylvia? I don't know if you know Nick Sylvia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it was him. Uh, my friend's Michael Bolda. I don't know if you know him. Yeah. So he was he was going like he was cutting through, and or Sylvia went through, and then he went through. I don't know who was next to me. Or no, I, I, was I think it was I think Sylvia pushed Boldo into me. Okay. And I was kind of standing there like I didn't want to like really like get into like I didn't want to like put my hands in there because you know that was like a mess. So I put I put my hands like this. I put my hands like this. I'm like I'm like I don't want to hit anyone. Mm-hmm. Sylvia hits him, his head into my hands. He like or uh, Boldo um Boldo goes away. He's kind of like. He's kind of like this, and I'm looking at I'm like looking at him, and he's like, "Oh, thanks, jackass!" Like he was looking at me. I'm like, I didn't do anything. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. just stupid shit like that. Like I don't I didn't do anything, <laughs> but it, it's all good. Like afterwards, we kind of stepped up that we, but not yet. I mean, some of the kids in TRBA are like, I don't even like, like especially their parents. Like some of the kids' parents, like the moms especially, like you know how you know oh, how. Yeah. They, like, like they'll be like over exaggerating every single thing they do, and it's so like fun to mess with kids like that. But yeah. also, they wild out sometimes. Like, that, oh like, yeah, dude. It's for like sure. it was. I remember this kid. I remember. I, I don't want to like say anything about him or anything like that. But I was dry. It was a fast break, and he was in front of me, and we had no beef at all. I don't even know this kid. Mm-hmm. And I went up for a layup, blatant loud slap right here, right mm-hmm. foul called, foul called. Yeah. I'm like, oh you know, whatever. I don't care, right? Yeah. He goes. He said. Bring that shit around here one more time. That's what he said to me. After he fouled me. After he fouled me. He goes, bring that shit around here one more time. I was like, what? I was like, what are you saying? I was like, like what? No sense. That's did so you, funny. Uh, did you ever see the video of, uh, you, you know, Nick, Del, or Nick Del Presto? Yeah. You ever oh. see the video of him and uh the other kid? Julian Thomas? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh my god, my friend had that, that video. So, dude, he's like, I love that like, video. Oh, so bro. funny. He's like, he tried like push like. <laughs> he tried to get big with 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 young sneaker reviews. JT, that's a bad move. That's a bad move. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Was... All right, so like I, I'm uh, I probably got like 15 minutes left. Is that straight? Yeah, I, I probably got like maybe five because I have to actually go downstairs and handle something right now with my parents. But all right, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. But um, obviously you can closing remarks. Um, 
obviously me and Donald, this is our uh, first our first time doing this, and um, honestly, I like it a lot. Oh, dude, and this was so fun. I'm, I'm honestly down to make this like a, a regular, like you know, maybe we could do this like once a week, or maybe not even once a week, once mm-hmm. every two weeks type, like a dedi- yeah, dude. dedicate some mm-hmm. time to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and we could talk about more than just sports. Yeah, it doesn't have to be yeah. just sports. It could be like relevant topics that are just trending, you know, like. Yeah, for sure. Like I'd definitely be down to do that, and man. Music, I would like a lot to of fun. talk a lot about music next podcast we have because that's like a very big, very big thing. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you big into music, Lex, at all? A little bit. I mean, you know, I know I, you, that, wasn't your dad in a band, right? Oh yeah, my dad was in a my dad was in like a rock band. He that's he plays at where I work. Man. That's so. sick, man. But yeah, if you guys want me on again, you know, I'm I'm. I'm happy to be on. I got my own. You're on my own podcast right now, so I'm usually doing my own stuff, you know? Yeah, bro. For sure, for sure. Let me know. But this was a hell of fun, man. Yeah, no, this is really fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's always it's always good because, you know, I mean, before this, I mean, I, I haven't talked to you, Lex, in probably yeah. a while. So it's always I nice, haven't talked know. to either of you guys. Uh, yeah. Ashton, I think the last time I saw you was at, like, L.A. or LA, Yeah, it was just, like, you know. I think it was the same thing. We were both, me and Ashton were both yeah. there, and we saw you. Saw you, yeah, yeah. And like, and Nyster and Husney were like running it up. Yeah. <laughs> they went on like a 17 game win streak. <laughs> but um, but yeah, guys. I mean, th- thanks for coming on, man. Uh, I just, yeah, I, mean, I do. No I, I just want to yeah. say one thing though. Like, the Lex, the, the Lex cast itself, I, I love doing. And Don, Dono and Ashton. Like they they want to make their own because they listen to mine and I love when stuff like I hear stuff like that when you guys text me that that was probably like that really hit me like right there like I love that when I get texts like that like that was a, that was an awesome thing mm-hmm. and yeah like like I said man I love I love having you guys on it was awesome yeah, this is bro. probably like the, I'm not gonna lie it's probably the longest one that we had because we had a lot to talk about dude yeah I, I wasn't even looking at the time I, I did the time went past eight yeah oh yeah we started at like. We started, we started a little past six, right? The yeah, exact man, time, if you guys awesome. want to know, when I started recording, it's been an hour and 41. So. Yeah, I usually do mine like an hour, hour and a half because like we – I kind of have like set things to talk about. But today we just kind of let it flow. Like we yeah, were just we, – exactly. like, to it be was honest, just having a conversation. I don't show man. you. Like I don't really have anything by me. I have my phone like to look up the standings. I think it's the best really to do a podcast is just to let it flow, you know? Yeah, like, yeah that's what I, I'm going to start probably doing that a lot more though for yeah, people that are listening. So, yeah. Um, thanks for having, thanks for coming on guys. And, uh, please. No, yeah, I'm definitely gonna be in contact. Definitely trying to yeah, dude, do uh-huh. a podcast. Yeah, and Don, I, Don, I don't even know you're in TR, so. <laughs> yeah, dude, we could just hit me up. We could hoop or something All right, when yeah. it's like nicer. It's a little chilly tonight, but I, I actually definitely went out, hoop, bro. Yeah, I, did, I went out today. I, I mean, we gotta, we gotta do it soon. So yeah, dude, just text me, bro. All right. All right, All right guys. Have a good night. Peace guys. Later, y'all. See ya. Peace.